boy. The intro is always so loud, dude. Yes! I love when the intro is loud, man, and I remember that I have to get a sound guy or just do my homework and figure this shit out. Figure out how to work this expensive-ass equipment. It's a lot of feedback right now. I don't know if we can get rid of that imaginary guy who I'm paying in my mind. Welcome to the Spam and X podcast. Drums. Drums. Drums, please. Horns. Ah, oh, dude, this intro is way too long. But um, I'm glad you're here with me. I'm glad we're chilling. It hasn't been too long, and I'm happy to say that. And I'm also happy to report that um, the sun is out. So we'll live another day, probably. The sun's been out for uh, several days in a row, so nothing is really changed or new in that regard. But the sun is out and we like the sun, because without the sun, we can't do a lot of shit. Drums again. Also, I watched Chef for maybe the 10th time, the one with John Favreau. And uh, I made my own Cubano sandwiches, and it's not the same, but... You know, it was nice. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta watch Chef. Because it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice movie. I feel like Chef is one of those movies that like nothing really happens, but it's nice to watch. And, um, and there are some really beautiful moments in that movie, man. Um, some sexy ass moments, if you ask me, and some sexy ass sandwiches. So sometimes you gotta make, you gotta watch a sexy ass movie and make a make a sexy ass sandwich, and then you cure some sexy ass cancer. Comment in the in the in the Instagram if you know what that's from. Anyway, sometimes you gotta watch Chef and you gotta wish you were John Favreau for a couple hours. God damn, my grandparents yell. They scream. Or you just wish that you could, like, talk to him for a little bit. Maybe hold his hand. Wonder. I wonder if his tattoos are real. Ask him stuff like that. You know, does John Favreau really have hand tattoos? I'm not sure. I could, I could look it up. I could look it up. That's how I could spend some of my time today. Um... And we could do we could do so many things, man. And sometimes we could, you could just look up our John Favreau's hand tattoos real. Or how about the one, the chef one, the chef's knife, on his forearm. He made me want to get one of those, dude. I'd never cooked really a day in my life. I mean, like I do try, like I did, like I said, I made those cubanos and they were fucking they slapped, but you know, not the same, obviously. Because that's a ballsy move, and he doesn't really seem like someone that would have hand tattoos, but John Favreau also 
doesn't seem like the type of dude that would make Iron Man and sort of, you know, spark that whole universe. We saw how that went. And he did. That's what he did. And now Disney's got a got a whole theme park for it, you know? Um, so that's John Favreau. Fucked around and then made the the sickest, you know, superhero uh movie in God knows how long. Did it again and then ten years down the line made Disney a billion fucking dollars. So maybe he has hand tattoos. Know what I mean? And then way before that, he made Swingers, which is, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it, look it up. Don't be a, such an asshole. Get Hulu, you know? God, I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but my grandparents are just constantly screaming about shit that happened 60 years ago. All those people are dead, but let's still talk about it. Figure it out. There's no one even here on Earth anymore to back up our stories. But let's figure out who's right. It's insane, man. Truly crazy to me. I wonder what it's like to have 60-year-old memories. They've been married longer than that. I don't know. Wild. What else is up? What happened this last week? I went to get uh, drinks with Elliot, and um, that made my whole week. Maybe that's why I'm still happy. Formerly known as The Professor. Still The Professor in my phone until I'm dead. He'll be The Professor. He's got his doctorate now, but can't call him doctor, because he's just always going to be The Professor. Professor X. So that was good, man. I feel like I learned a lot. And, um, yeah. Hope to have him on the pod. So you can learn a lot. And I can show you how cool I am because he's, uh, the coolest person I know. And he will be the coolest person that you've known after the fact. Here's what I'm saying. Rachel woke up today at 9.36 for a nail appointment at 8.30. I had that backwards. I had it jumbled, rather. She woke up at 8.36 for a nail appointment at 8.30. Which isn't as bad, but it's basically as bad because, hey, you should have left already. Your appointment's already begun, and you're just rolling out of bed, and that's not a new thing. That's an every time thing, and it's uh, hilarious to me because every time she leaves the house for a nail appointment, I wonder if she knows how time works. I wonder if she knows that it only moves. She's a big Doctor Who fan, so I wonder if she, if she knows that, you know, time only moves in circles or in, you know, backwards for time lords and for Jesus, you know, for us, for, for the everyday man and woman, time works in one direction. So I got to make sure that she knows that 
Because sometimes people don't know things and you got to tell them because you, because people need our help. Dude, I love when people tell me how to how to do something. When I don't know, because I won't ask. And I feel like sometimes Rachel doesn't know how time works. But she doesn't want to ask. You know what I mean? Like, like I was at work the other day and I couldn't find, it was my side work to get, to make sure like we had wasabi, basically, among other things, but mainly wasabi. Um, and I knew that it was kept in the walk-in fridge, so I walked into the walk-in fridge and I couldn't find it. Now, it, w- it wasn't in the regular spot, so I was prepared to basically look for the wasabi for my entire shift because it was my job to find the wasabi. Now, I don't know why the volume is changing in my headphones so much or in the microphone, but my point is I was not prepared to go ask for help. So I knew in my heart that I was going to have to look and wait until someone else happened to walk into the walk-in. So that's exactly what I did, dude. Coffee break. Sip, sip. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, sometimes we don't know how things work. So we got to ask for help. And if we do know how things work, then we should tell people. And that's love, man. Or we should just let them... I don't know. I don't have the answers. Just the questions. That's why I'm doing this, man. I ask you all the questions for things that don't make sense. And then, you know, maybe one day someone will report back. Be like, hey, Wasabi's over here. And this is how time works. Right? What else has been up, man? Been doing some open mics. I'm trying to get to a point where I'm spending, you know, $300 on gas to get there and back a month uh, instead of the regular two. So hopefully I get there. Um, oh, dude, here's something. I got a, I got a friend that I met through a fourth wall comedy club that just did a show at the comedy store. I'm going to, I'm not even going to, here's the way, here's the wacky thing, dude. I'm not even going to his Instagram. I'm going to the, to the comedy store's Instagram. Let me see. God, they fucking post a lot. Okay. It's called Crack 'em Up Comedy. They had their show yesterday, last night. Crack 'em Up Comedy, September 16th. Ben Gordon is his name. Fucking crazy. I messaged him. I was like, yo, man, break a leg. He's in the same post as Andrew Santino, Annie Letterman, Fahim Anwar, Sherry Shepard. Don't know her, but looks hilarious. Um, yeah, he's the only one I, he's the only one I know on the first thing here, but crack him up comedy, September 16th, already passed, can't go, it's too late for you, but, um, yeah, dude, at the comedy store, so I messaged him, I was like, yo, man, 
you know, break a leg. This is fucking dope. Congratulations. Um, he goes, thanks, man. It's not the store, just a show at the store, but hopefully one day I can make one of their lineups there too. So we exchanged some, some words and, uh, God, man, he probably won't, I mean, he definitely won't hear this soon because he doesn't know I have a podcast and also why would he listen to it? I'm not at the comedy store. Uh, but I, that was crazy for me, man, because first of all, for the first like 20 minutes, it was crazy just for him, right? In my head, I was like, you know, wow, that's insane. Like this dude that I met and, um, I've done like several mics with him. It's, it's wild. I wonder what material he's doing. I wonder if he's doing this joke or this, this bit. I wonder how this is going. And, um, and he's at the comedy store and he told me like, it wasn't for the comedy store, but it was at the store. And that's like going to play a pickup game at the Staples Center or at fucking Arsenio Hall. This place is the Super Bowl. This is the funniest people on the planet have performed there for the last 40 years. Um, and this guy made it, dude. It wasn't, you know, like, he's, like he said, it wasn't for the store. It wasn't like, I don't think it was produced by the comedy store, but it was at the comedy store, man. And he got, he got to step up on that stage in the belly room, man. Um, and that was wild. And then after, after I was not done being happy for him, but then I made it about me, right? Of course I was like, wow, he, he went up to the spots or I'm, I'm going up to some of the spots that he has gone up to just to work out for open mics and stuff. So we're doing some of the same things. He's definitely a better stand-up than I am, but we're doing some of the same things where we've been to some of the same places and he is at the comedy store. My grandparents are screaming for some reason. Um, and, and I was like, wow, you know, it's, it's, this is possible. And some things have been happening since I started doing stand-up, right? There have been people that I've met that have gone to do paid, some like paid shows. They're like, they're getting lineups. Uh, are they getting onto, onto lineups with, um, uh, Mike Falzone has been headlining a lot. And if you don't know this guy, definitely look him up. He's got a podcast called, uh, welcome to our podcast. And he opened up for first time I saw him, he opened up for Pete Holmes back in 20, seven, uh, 2018, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but fucking great, dude. If you look him up, he's one of, he's goddamn, he's one of the best crowd workers I've ever seen in person or in the digital space. You know what I'm saying? Crazy good improviser, but, but, uh, so I, I know one buddy 
his name's Mo. You can look him up too. M-O-U dot comedy. Look him up, dude. He's been, um, he did uncorked. Can't read the rest of what it, what that says. And he, he, he helped open, I guess, for, for Mike Falzone, which is fucking nuts. And whether, whether or not the dude, uh, Ben Gordon at the comedy store or Mo with Mike Falzone, whether or not any of the, uh, either of those were paid spots, the point is that you can't pay for that opportunity. And that's what it's all about, man, for, for people like me that are really, really just starting out. Like it's, it's about getting on stage, um, eventually with just like people that you admire or getting onto a stage that people you admire, uh, have been on before, you know, the com it's, it's such a, it's such a sacred fucking place. And um, I'm so happy that uh, that one of my buddies got to got to perform there. It's it's wild to me. It's it's stuff. It's little stuff like that, and and um, it's little stuff like that for me, having not done that yet, that keeps me going. You know, it's that's what gives gives us the fuel. And I'm sure that that hyped him up for years to come. If nothing else happens, he has that to look back on and go like, no, I made it. I made it that far. Like, this isn't bullshit. There's more room to grow here. And for both of my um, sort of um, comedy-like acquaintances, um the one that was at the store and the one that was up, went up with Mike Falzone, like those are two really, I think like symbolic stepping stones toward what I consider in my head, really one of the most important like finish lines, which is the comedy store. Like being, being a, quote-unquote paid regular at the comedy store and which is why Ben's post was so crazy to me because I was like what the fuck and I actually don't even think no I didn't see it I didn't see it on his story I saw it on the comedy store's page it wasn't even one of those it wasn't one of those stories that's only gonna last 24 hours this motherfucker is on the comedy store profile you know, so it's, it's crazy, man. So my point is like, you know, I'm watching these things happen for other people and I'm not even to a point where it's not even, I'm not even envious of these people because I know that I'm not ready for it, but I do, I can feel that I'm making progress and I can feel that and, and I know it already those two things already happened for those people who of course deserve it. And of course, like I'm, I'm fucking ecstatic for them. Um, there are other people that are, that are producing their own shows. They're, you know, 
renting out spaces and some of them are selling out. So I'm like, wow, dude, it's fucking, it's possible, you know? And so I'm excited to see what happens for them, uh, hopefully in the very near future. But I don't know, man. I just feel like the last four or five months, like things have have started to kind of work themselves out. You know what I mean? Like I think I got into uh, that improv theater. A couple of, of friends are leaving that theater, but they're trying to put their own sort of troupe together. I hate that term, but so one of them invited me. So I'm going to be a part of two uh, improv groups and I'm doing stand up and just trying to get good on stage, you know? And I've really enjoyed improv, man. I don't know if I posted, I don't know if I said this already in, in the last Taming Kate episode, but our first show at LA Connection in Burbank was for one person. And they weren't even there for our show. They were there for the show that came before us. And um, and they just stayed, I guess. It's not even like there was anyone to tell them, hey, there's a next show. But it was... <laughs> and I was joking with a buddy. I was joking with him before, like, what if we step out there and there's fucking one guy? And he's not even there for us. He was there for... He just fell asleep and during the last show and he woke up and now he's still there. And that's what ended up happening, dude. But it was funny because that was, you know, you're... If you've never done improv and comedy is of interest to you in in any discipline, try improv. Um, I just feel like I got really lucky with the people that I auditioned and got in with. And um, I'm like, man, I, I would not have met these people uh, maybe two or three down the line, but I wouldn't have met them together under any other circumstance. And it's just really fun being with them on stage uh, because you have, uh, this is an obvious point, but you have no idea what's going to happen when you go in for that night, for that class or for that show. We've got our second show not this sept uh, not this Saturday. It's uh, September seventeenth right now. Not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. So we'll see how that goes too. And and one of my buddies was pretty disappointed in the theater because it was like, ah, oh, they're not marketing the shows. And they told us before that it was just going to be a bringer show, sort of like a friends and family situation. And I think that everyone was on the same page because. I didn't invite any anybody, uh, and no one ended up coming. So no, <laughs> so um, you know that's just how it, how it goes, and that's how it went, right? But it was really good. I was really happy with the show. It kind of ended up just being like another, like a shortened class, but um, I don't know, man. It's a really good time, and I hope that I 
um, I hope that I work with them in other contexts down the line. I think I definitely will, man. We just, uh, we got a good connection. You know? Sip, sip again. Dude, here's another thing. It was uh, supposed to be like 63 degrees for like the rest of the day. It's 11 a.m. And uh, the sun is out and it's blaring and it's fucking hot outside. So that's Southern California, I guess. I don't know, man. Just trying to get on stage as much as possible. I had um, I had four mics yesterday that I did not go to. Um and I, I canceled them sort of last minute because I was helping uh, Rachel with some straight-up bullshit assignment that both of us knew was a waste of time. But, hey, that's college. Um, and so that was kind of the reason why. But then I, I sort of – I was writing um, – I don't know, man. I was, like, journaling the other day, and I, I kind of, like, kind of decided – look like if I can't make it on stage because I'm working or because some bullshit happens then I have to be writing and I have to be listening back to recordings of my stand-up because that's the it's I just kind of I kind of feel like you know you can get to a certain point doing a bunch of mics but if you don't listen back then you don't you just get a, a better look at your stuff when you can pause it and rewind it, sort of slow it down and and figure the shit out, you know? So that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I did. And so I'm just kind of like, you know, man, I'm, 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 especially with my buddies that are making big moves, man, especially for, for Ben, fuck. It's just given me, my original point was this, like, oh, shit. That's possible. I'm like, um, I'm like Han Solo in that solo in this bitch. Like, you know, I don't need the odds. I just have to know that it's possible, and it fucking is, man. And uh, damn, I wish I made his. I wish I could have made it to his show, but um, but gotta have him on the pod. You know, here's something crazy. Uh, we got a sponsor, man, which is wild to me. Uh, it really is. Like I said, things are falling into place. Shit is looking good. And I just, I kind of, I'm, um, I'm really excited that things are moving in this direction. So we got a paid sponsor. And, um, so I'm going to share that with you now. Are you tired of seven-day trials? Do you wish you could take a seven-day trial and just make it an 11-day trial? How about make it forever? While supplies last, worldhunger.org is going to take your short trial and make it as long as you want. They'll extend your gym membership trial, your iTunes trial, 
They'll extend your relationships. They'll take your Amazon and make it a Damazon. Right the fuck now, go to worldhunger.org and type into the search bar, seven days forever. Go to worldhunger.org and type into the search bar, seven days forever, and attach your seven day trial and turn it into a Maserati if you want to, guaranteed. If the coupon doesn't work, dude, donate whatever you can to hungry people so they can eat food and they'll extend your trial immediately because you extended theirs. Hungry people are everywhere. I don't know if you understand that. And food is all over the place. So why is it that hungry people exist? Go to worldhunger.org and figure out how you can help. I promise that's better than donating to the ASPCA with that bitch that sings about the angels. Those dogs are dead already. Tune in next week. I thought we were gonna we we're gonna do more, but this is all I have for you today. So next time. <laughs>